Oh, my God. 
25 minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. <clears throat> Some great selections, I gotta say. Some really wonderful stuff that we're playing during this uh, Sphere format. Hazinu from Kolish, you heard Leif Tahar. Uh, they had a combination of Shira Lamelech, Rachim, and uh, Animus Miros. Uh, Kolish had Miadir, Machnise, was done by the cast of uh, Hamish Otros. And the Regesh with Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this May 21st, day 16 in the month of ER. The year is 5779, Tufshin Test. Today is day number 31 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 31, that's four weeks and three days. We forgot to count last night. Make sure to do so sometime today. Um... Yeah, we're getting really close to Lagba Omer, which is tomorrow night. And um, Lagba Omer is tomorrow night. And um, Mazal Tov to all the Hassanim and Kalas are getting married this Thursday and this Sunday. We say Mazal Tov to you. And um, on Thursday morning, we are going to... Uh, 
try to play as many great music selections as possible. If you'd like to rec- <clears throat> if you'd like to recommend <clears throat> if you'd like to recommend a selection or two that you feel must be part of our log bomb or special, just send us the recommendation. Nachum at NachumSiegel.com. Nachum N A C H U M at Nachum Siegel N A C H U M S E G A L dot com. Hello to Trucker Yitz. Says it's a beautiful morning after yesterday's summer tease. He says it's 57 in Florida and 52 in Swan Lake. All right. Sounds like he's near exit 126 on uh, New York. Uh, New York's uh, Route 17. That's what it sounds like. Uh, 60 degrees outside with 54% humidity. Winds are northwest at 10 miles an hour. Partly cloudy with a high temperature of 72. Then tonight, partly cloudy and a low of 55. Tomorrow, mostly sunny, a high temperature 76 degrees. Yushalayim is at 88. We're at 60 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM in the AM. Um, all right. So we have a special guest who's going to be in our studio a half hour from now. Dove Kramer, who I know for longer than either of us would uh, care to admit. Uh, who is um, a key part of WFAN Radio, which is all about sports. Many of you, should, many of you do know. Um, he's going to be in our studio this morning after the 7 a.m. break, not to uh, promote sports or discuss his work, but to discuss an event that's coming up this Sunday in Passaic, New Jersey. So that'll all be coming up here at the JM and the AM. We'll start at the, about... Uh, well, a few minutes after 7 o'clock, and I certainly hope you'll be tuned in. I think you'll find it very, very interesting. Tuesday morning, JM in the AM. Good morning.
Shabbos Hashemim 
that we say as we uh, get set to count the Omer. Today is day number 31 in the counting of the Omer. Day number 31, that's four weeks and three days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. We are awaiting the arrival of uh, Dove Kramer, who is going to be here this morning to uh, to not discuss, well, officially to not discuss his work at WFAN, but officially to uh, discuss an event that's happening in uh, the Bassey Clifton area this coming Sunday. So we will uh, have him in studio, and we look forward to uh, speaking about that. Maybe we could sneak in a couple of questions about the interesting line of work that he is in. 60 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 72. I thank everybody who's responded to our spring fundraiser. If you have an envelope sitting in your home, one that had both a uh, an NSN car magnet and an NSN a luggage tag in it when it arrived at your home, then please send that back to us with your generous donation as soon as possible to participate in our spring fundraiser, and I thank you very much for that. In addition, anybody who has not received the envelope, or if in general you want to uh, just go to the web and support us and um, give a nice donation, go to fjbunity.org fjbunity.org It is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and of course on the beloved NSN app Here we go Galit's on the background with our news from Israel coming up and plenty more Dove Kramer visits us later on we'll speak about the uh United Hatzalah event that's going to be happening next week here in the New York area. Should be a very interesting event. We'll talk about that coming up in uh, hour number three at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday is next. Okato from JM חברת הכנסת שלי יחימוביץ' תוקפת את חבר הכנסת מיקי זוהר וטוענת בגלי צהל, ראש הממשלה בנימין נתניהו עומד מאחורי קידום החוק. מנגד, חבר הכנסת זוהר מגיב על הביקורת ואומר, אני לא שליחו של ראש הממשלה. לנו נבחרי הציבור, נמאס מהרדיפה הפוליטית נגדנו. ולכן חוק החסינות הוא חוק נכון, ואני מתכוון לנסות לקדם אותו בלי שום הנחיות של נתניהו, כמו שכל הזמן מנסים להציג. בעצם הגשת החוק לידי מיקי זוהר, שהוא זרוע הביצוע של נתניהו, חושפת את מעטיה 
השקרים והזוועה, כאילו אין כוונה להגיש חוק חסינות שיציל את עורו של נתניהו מהליכים משפטיים. גבר כבן 60 נדקר למוות בשכונת קטמון בירושלים. על פי החשד, הוא נדקר על ידי אחיו עקב סכסוך כספי ביניהם. שוטרים שהוזעקו למקום על ידי בת משפחה אספו ראיות בזירה ועצרו את האח החשוד. ראיה, שכנתו של המנוח, אמרה לכתבנו יובל שגב, הכתובת הייתה על הקיר. האמא נפטרה והיה סכסוך בין האחים גם בשבעה עצמה. היה חיכוכים, היו פה זריקת מילים, שם זריקת מילים, עד שהקימה תלך פה מכות בשבעה. ברגע שהוא הניח את השלט להשכרה על הבית של אמא שלו, פה כבר הכתובת הייתה על הקיר. ראש עיריית הקום, משה לנקרי, מאשים, לא ייתכן שתושבי העיר יקבלו הטבות מס נמוכות. את הדברים אמר לאמיר איבגי בתוכנית מיוחדת של יומן הצהריים מהעיר עכו, במסגרת המיזם בא עליכם. בפעם האחרונה שבה אושרו הטבות המס, עכו נפגעה באופן דרמטי, ואנחנו לא ניתן לזה לקרות. אנחנו נפעיל את כל מה שאנחנו יכולים כדי לשנות את ההחלטה הזאת, כי... ההחלטה הזאת מבחינת עכו היא הרת גורל, לא יכול להיות שעיר שקרובה לנו שישה, שבעה קילומטר תקבל פי שתיים מאיתנו. הארנונה תתייקר בשני אחוזים וחמישים ושמונה עשיריות בתחילת שנת 2020. כך עדכן היום משרד הפנים. כתבנו יובל הראל מסביר שהזינוק נובע מהעלייה במדד המחירים לצרכן ובמדד השכר הציבורי השנה. בעקבות נזקי הטבע ממזג האוויר, המדינה העבירה לחקלאים 173 מיליון שקל. כתבנו רמי שני. חקלאי ישראל דיווחו בחורף החולף על יותר מ-5,400 אירועי נזקים, בעיקר נזקי ברד שפגע קשות בפירות וירקות בשטחי גידול פתוחים. דבר המורגש עתה היטב עם המחסור בחלק מזני הירקות. קרן נזקי הטבע פיצתה את החקלאים בסכום של 173 מיליון שקלים וההערכה היא כי סכום זה אינו סופי השנה נוכח המידע הודות מזג האוויר הלוהט הצפוי בימים אלו. מחירים חמים, גם מזג האוויר. עלייה ניכרת בטמפרטורות. בפנים הארץ ובהרים יהיה שרבי. מחר עלייה נוספת בטמפרטורות ובחמישי שרב כבד ישרור ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
J.M. and the A.M. with Bita Chon. Uh, Rabbi Dove Kramer is here. We will get to him in a couple of minutes. I think what we're going to try to do is uh, do our Yeshiva League Sports update first and then go into our conversation, which uh, surrounds the uh, topic not of sports, but of Sfarim and the books of Jewish interest and a sale, a special event that's happening this coming Sunday in the Passaic Clifton area. We finally, I don't know how many months and years I have been begging Rabbi Dove Kramer to stop by to discuss his interesting work at WFAN Radio, and never, ever have we been able to secure a visit. All of a sudden, the topic became Svarim, and he made himself available immediately. It's amazing and incredible, and I'm sure I will mention that at some point once he joins me on the air. Meanwhile, Elliot Weiselberg is set with our Yeshiva League Sports Update. A lot of spring sports going on, and from what I hear, there's already been some championships that have been decided. So uh, get set to hear the latest news. And I'll also have, by the way, the results of the uh, Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament from this past Sunday. Uh, it's time for our Yeshiva League Sports Update on a uh, Tuesday morning. Elliot Weiselberg, here he is at JM in the AM. 
Thanks, Nachum. Man, do I know how to lay the whammy, as they say it, or what? Today, on the Tuesday morning, Jam in the AM Sports Update, the Elliot Jinx is in, but not without a thrilling night in girls' hockey. Girls' soccer has its champions, the outdoor sports are ready for the postseason, and the results of the 2019 Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament. All that and more coming right up. Good morning, I'm Elliot Weiselberg. We'll start off with our first championship of the 2019 spring season. Congratulations to the SAR Sting, who repeat as champions after a 12-2 buzzing of Maya Note in the Girls' JV Soccer Championship last night in TABC. The championship caps off yet another undefeated season for the Sting, who have not lost a game since prior to the 2018 season. In Girls' Varsity Soccer, in what has become a theme, the Kushner Cobras and the Maya Note Rapids squared off as well last night, and we will have highlights for you next week right here on the JM in the AM Sports Update. In other soccer action, the Boys' Varsity Championship is ready as Frisch and MTA will square off Sunday night. MTA defeated DRS 9-7 in one semifinal, while the Cougars needed overtime to knock off rival TABC 4-3. Meanwhile, the JV Cougars are also heading to the finals, but will need to wait until TABC and Westchester play their semifinal tonight to find out their opponent. Moving over to girls hockey, last week in studio, I made mention of the possibility of the Kushner-North Shore matchup happening in several semifinals this year, and the propensity for another here. Well, that matchup isn't happening, but not without the wildest night in girls hockey history. We'll start off in the other side of the bracket, where the Mayanote Rapids, the West Champs, needed an overtime goal from senior Esther Avidan to knock off East number 4 seed Hank 1-0. They will host the Heschel Heat 3-0 winners over a hafter. Now, over in North Shore, the East Champion Stars saw their run fall short in double overtime to the Ramaz Rams 2-1, while out in Kushner, Cobra senior Ariana Matthews scored with a minute left to tie up their game with the SAR Sting, sending it to not one, not two, but three overtimes in what is now the longest game in girls' hockey history. Unfortunately for the Cobras, it would be the Sting's Liana Weinberger netting the 2-1 winner, meaning that instead of the East number 1 Stars hosting the West number 2 Cobras, it's the East number 3 Sting now hosting the West number 4 Rams. Boys softball is ready for the playoffs in one bracket. Central Division champion Shari Toro will face 8-seeded Hafter, while TABC hosts YDE. On the other side, West Division champion Hillel hosts Darche, while East Division champion DRS will host JEC. In JV, six teams, May, YDE, TABC, Darche, Maor, and Hechel Toro have clinched playoff berths with DRS, Shari Toro, and SAR all in the running for the final two playoff spots. After weeks of anticipation, the 14th annual Martin Weiselberg Memorial Hockey Tournament took place this past Sunday at Yeshiva Hartora in Queens, featuring eight junior high teams host Hartora, Hank, Yavne, YCQ, Hafter, two-time defending champion Kushner, New York League champion Halb, and New Jersey League champion RYNJ. After two round-robin games, Halb defeated Kushner 2-0 and RYNJ dominated Yavne 5-0 in the semifinals to set up only the second-ever champion versus champion tournament final. The final would be scoreless for almost two full periods, but with only 10 seconds left in the second, RYNJ's Gabriel Rudman would find Donnie Greenberg on a 2-on-1 who would find the back of the net for the 1-0 lead. The duo would strike again midway through the third, with Greenberg slamming home a pass in front for the 2-0 lead. 
Chaim Marmelstein would make the effort stand up in net with the shutout and route to YNJ's second tournament championship. Greenberg's efforts over the day would earn him tournament MVP. More awards will be handed out over the next few weeks, including the Contributors' Cup trophy, as we wind our way toward our fundraising goal of $10,000 for Hatsala. To donate, please contact mwtournament at gmail.com. And that was your Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports update. I'm Elliot Weiselberg. JM in the AM. Well, we promised you Rabbi Dove Kramer. Um, we're ready? We're on Facebook Live. If you want to see this conversation live as it happens, go to facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Again, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network. Yoni Pollock is behind the camera. Rabbi Dove Kramer is here. He has had a, um, wow, an over three-decade career, right? That's correct, at WFAN Radio in New York. Hey, they gave you a nice gift for your 30th. I like that. And uh, you can hold that up to the camera for people to see. Um... And there it is. That's a little keepsake, that uh, a beautiful keepsake given to Dove Kramer upon his 30th anniversary of the WFAN. It was the station's anniversary, actually. Oh, it was the station's anniversary. But you have been there since, since day, day one. Correct. Are you the only person who's been there since day one? Uh, no. Uh, Steve Summers is still there from day one. He was there day one? Correct. Uh, John Minko. Also day one? Correct. Anyone else? Uh, Ed Coleman was at the time. But now he's kind of CBS because it's with right. the Mets. So he's us and them, same company, but... Right. And that's it? Uh, I think so. Even in the back office? Even in the... Uh... Yeah, especially the back office. <laughs> <laughs> They're gone a long time. Yeah. Very nice. So you're a real New York radio veteran. But I did note minutes ago here on the air that we've tried to get you in studio countless times. Very difficult. Your schedule doesn't allow for it, frankly. And uh, the moment that this forum event popped up and we offered for you to come in, all of a sudden you made yourself available. So I, I did actually come in when you were still in Jersey. I remember that, yeah. And I've, a few times on the phone during right. the, the pledges. But. Correct. All right. Anyway, it's great to have you here. Uh, we'll talk about the event that's coming up. First, I did notice that uh, uh, you met Yoni Pollock, and uh, knowing his reputation as, a, uh, as an effective sports person, I saw you started to already investigate whether he's available. I saw that I, you started you started asking whether he's part time or full time here. <laughs> you wanted to know exactly how things work. I mean, you guys seem to always be looking for great personalities to pop up on your uh, on your sports schedule, your sports talk schedule, I should say. Um, anyway, good to have you here. I know that uh, you're in a good mood because the team that you uh, produced their broadcast for they won last night a big come yes. from behind victory. That would be the New York Yankees. Correct. Uh, you followed a long line of great executive producers for Yankee baseball. I'm sure. I'm sure some legendary names. After all, the team has been around for a long, long time. But this is radio, so I'm not sure how many they had that did it for uh, for radio. I don't know. How many years are you doing this, by the way? That part of it. Well, we got the Yankees. This is our sixth year. So I was doing it when we had the Mets. Right. And then when we. Got the Yankees instead, so right. the same things I was doing for the Mets, now I'm there for the Yankees. Does it matter to you if they won last night? Yes. It does? Yes. It helps everybody if they win. Correct. Besides the fact that I, you know, I'm a Yankee fan myself, right? but uh, it helps on a lot of fronts. People are excited Didn't you about grow the up in Queens? Yes. And you're a Yankee fan? Yes. As a matter of fact, when I was a kid, I was, I was in... in um, what year was it? It was 73, so I was eight years old. Right. And they mentioned the World Series. Right. My father is a diehard Yankee fan. Against the Oakland A's, I remember. Correct. Seven-game World Series. Right. 
I was trying my darndest, as any good kid would do, to rebel against my father and be a Mets fan. And I'm rooting so hard, but I couldn't help it. And in my kishkas, the, you know, the, the aggravation, the angst, and the joy was with the Yankees, not the Mets. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, because I was producing the Mets broadcasts, right. so at home, if, before I went out to learn, so I'd have the Mets games on to hear the broadcast, to know what has to be adjusted. Right. And the kids are listening to the Mets because it's on in the radio in the living room. So they became Mets fans. Oh, my gosh. Right. My father realized what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Sat them down. This is 2009, actually. <laughs> sat them down and said, you're Kramers? You're Yankee fans. Wow. And they switched, and they won the World Series that year. <laughs> I love it. I wonder if the Mets would have won that game seven in 1973 if things would have been different, if you would have I, drifted toward I, them. I don't, I don't know if, if sports fandom works that way. Yeah, I know. Unless you're a front runner. For, exactly. For real passionate fans, it doesn't work that way. Uh, Dove Kramer is here. And uh, what is your schedule like? Because it's not unusual for you to be up this early. People should realize that normally you're up. You have to show that's true. To be a davening at five in the morning is not normal. Right. So you davened Vasikin this morning. Right. But on a normal day, how does it work? People are interested. How a man like yourself, who looks like a rabbi and acts like a rabbi, in, uh, the, sometimes. in an environment like WFAN, with interesting colleagues, most of whom are relatively but, but, unfamiliar. But to be fair, most people in the real world have those kinds of issues, too. They also are working with people who are, who are different. Correct, but nobody's speaking about them in front of thousands of people. That doesn't change the interaction. Correct. doesn't change the interaction behind the scenes, but it could lead to some, I'm sure, some sensitive moments. There are times where I have to try to, you know, explain things, so I have to know how to articulate those things. So what's your day like? It starts in what way? So I get up, let's say, davening, let's say, will be 6.30 or 7, depends what time I And I that's get your through. typical mean, 6.30? Uh, 6, 6.30, uh, it's 6.55 actually would be the, the, the typical. Okay, and that's in Passaic. Uh, correct, that would be, except for Monday and Thursday, yeah. obviously, but yeah. Right. After Minion, you head to New York? Correct, I get on a train, NJ Transit. Lovely, lovely company. And it's fast? Uh, well, you're if it's running down- properly, it's, it's fine. It's you're in- going to downtown Manhattan. It can't be that complicated. Right. right. So I'm, I'm a shipment to the train schedule, obviously. It's, right. an, it's an hour five, door to door. It is that long. Boy, Correct. Well, I'm taking the NJ Transit. You know, Goldie had the foresight to bought a house to buy one around the corner from the train station. Nice. Good move. Right. So I can I, I check the, the NJ Transit app. And right. I can see from the GPS where it's, when it's coming. Right. Four-minute walk to the train station. Uh, get to Hoboken, path train, and then a walk down Hudson Street from Christopher down to where we are, a little south of Houston. And you have to be at work, what, 9 a.m.? Yeah, so the trains, if I take one train on the air about 10 to 9, another train right. 9 15, depending on which train I take. Right, yeah. and, and you are officially producing what's on the air starting at 10 a.m.? Not producing. I'm in the control room. I'm actually running the board for that show. Really? You're the engineer. Well, they call it a board up. Right, Correct. you're the board up. Right. Um, but I'm doing things before that for other, right. for the show and for other things. So why, if they miss if they miss commercials or live reads, are they panicking that you are going to be upset? Because I'm, I'm you you're know, the guy. Yeah, you're the guy. Yeah, the producers there take care of guests. They screen the calls. Ah. Um, they will hand the 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 info to you, right? No, not hand the info. The the live reads to the to the host, to the host usually right. correct. In this case, depending who the board up is. So in many cases, the board up is less experienced. So the producer will say. We're going to do this live now. In this case, the producer says to me, which one should we do here? Because he sees that I can have an overview of the log. If right. we have, for example— You see the big picture. Right. So if we have the same commercial— 
twice, right. and they're scheduled only half hour apart. I'm not going to do it when it's scheduled. I'm going to do better separation. Right? Oh, I love this conversation already. Yeah. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. All right, so so that's your job, and that job lasts till 1 p.m. Correct. At 1 o'clock, you're no longer to board up. Correct. So and now you're doing all the post-show stuff that you well, need to do. Well, there's not much post-show because Ernie, who's the producer, will do the posting of the podcasts. Uh, me and him together will have to take care of any tape comes in. If let's say there's an interview to to cut up for actualities right. or there's a, a press conference, etc. So uh, we'll have to take care, put that tape in the system for the anchors. Uh, otherwise, I'm doing things like uh, preparing for the Yankee broadcasts. Mm, like, like, that's right. I forgot. You got to uh, do that. Correct. Um, so I have uh, like you got to prep the Yankee announcers. Well. Just as one example, so today on my list when I get in, I, yesterday I wrote the Yankee, the Yankee history for today. Hopefully today I'll write two more, so we'll have for the two more days, and then each day I'll write a couple of them so we have till the next week. That's a pregame feature. I'll also, will, based on last night's win, I'll probably put together a high package for the open, for the, for the game open for tonight. Wow. I also have to take care of the affiliates. The affiliates are, are uh, How many awesome. affiliates are there? Uh, offhand, I would say... Hundreds, right? No, not hundreds. Uh, I would say probably about 30. There are 30 radio stations that carry Yankee broadcasts. Yes, you're right. Besides WFAN. Do- uh, uh, Rabbi Dove Kramer is yeah, here. Dove is fine. Yeah? Yeah. Davening Dove? Or? Dove. You don't like the whole Davening Dove? I don't like it, just... <laughs> not here. No. Come on. It's way beyond us. Come on. <laughs> Dove Kramer is here <laughs> speaking about WFAN, and we will speak about what's happening at Passaic this coming Sunday. It's a big event and an important event. Plus, those of you watching on Facebook are probably wondering why Dove is surrounded by Svarim. It's not an unusual scene for him to be surrounded by Svarim, but in this case, he's being surrounded by Svarim that I have designated for him to look at this morning. We'll explain why in a minute. I'm just trying to think what else I wanted to ask you. Yes, so who does what I believe is one of the most difficult packages to put together? And that is the Steve Summers opening package for his show. Am I right that that's one of the most difficult right. highlight packages to put together? It's, not a highlight, it's a production piece. Right. That's Paul Ozum, and he's brilliant. And without someone like that doing it, it would never sound the way it does. Correct. Now, he, he has, has movie s- snippets. Right? He has TV right. snippets. He has Correct. obviously game snippets, depending right. on what's going on. And, and it's all put together. And I would assume Steve Summer either writes it or or indicates from I need a list of these types of things well, before he... Well, he usually he'll call Paul earlier in the day and say, this is the thing he, idea he has, right. and this is how I want it to, to come out to, with this point or these uh, aspects. And then Paul will take those guidelines and, and then do his magic and put together those pieces. You never worked on his show, did you, Steve Summer? Sure, that's how I started. My first shift uh, was the overnights. Did you have to do that type of stuff? Did you have to pull things like that for him or not? It wasn't as advanced as, right. as that. Plus, the software is much different right. than it was back then. But um, and and was it easy for you to know based on that day's sports news what he'd be going nuts about that night? Because I'd assume I didn't hear last well, night's he, show. I'm assuming he went crazy about this ankle injury. I would guess, and the Mets yeah. in general. But right? he, he actually gets in usually. He's on let's say if there's no game, he's on let's say six thirty. Right. He's in at four o'clock with his yellow pad, <laughs> the line pad, yellow line pad, <laughs> writing his monologue, writing notes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. People don't realize. Different styles, different strokes. I, I, I keep telling him he's got to save those pads right. to auction them on eBay. For sure. Right. Unbelievable. Real collector's items. All right. Uh, Dove Kramer's here. To be fair to him, I got to get to the whole Svarim thing. So we will do that next. Or my Goldwasser, of course, with Morning Chizuk. And then uh, Dove Kramer 
with some very big news for those of you in the Passaic Clifton area and really anybody in the New York, New Jersey area who wants to uh, spend some quality time Sunday uh, advancing your Sfarim and Jewish book collection. What do I mean by all this? I will explain it all uh, coming up here at JM in the AM. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Echonishmas Arav Zebedin, Yosef Alevi, Endless Echonishmas Esther, Basar Yosef Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in Tehillim, you have made him slightly less than angels, and you have crowned him with honor and splendor. Marana Rav Shach says that we think when it says, or it's like some type of a saying that we were created in Hashem's image. However, the truth is, when we begin to fathom that Hashem breathed into us the Nishmas Chaim, and we are only a little bit less than an angel, we realize how great man really is. We can also understand the mistake of Adam and Cain. They felt they were B'Tzam Elokim. They made the mistake only in the idea they thought that they could be compared to their creator. They knew that they were great, and therefore they thought they could hide. We don't make this mistake. However, we make an even bigger mistake because we don't know how great the value that we all have. The Malach cannot destroy the world. He can't build the world. But an individual that uses their capabilities to achieve a level of tzidkus has the power to build. Or, if they corrupt their way, chas v'shalom, the opposite. Yosef HaTzadik passed through a difficult nisayun, a great challenge in life. If he would have been nichshol, if he would have stumbled, the generations would have lost the title of Yosef HaTzadik. And even if he had been righteous all of his days and only failed just that one time, he would have lost his purpose in this world. What brought Yosef to this great Nisayon? Shlomo HaMelech calls the Yetzahara a zvuv, a fly. A fly doesn't come from a clean place and it doesn't give up. It goes back and forth a thousand times. So too, the Yetzahara does not give up. But the Adam HaShalem, he does not have any place that's missing. The Yetzirah has no way of gaining access to him. The Yetzirah just keeps looking for that little opening. The person who's not so careful in a mitzvah, who watches Shabbos but not a hundred percent, Kashris but not a hundred percent, the Yetzir waits to find that opening and to jump in. Yosef HaTzadik perfected himself and because of that did not fall prey to the Nisoyon, to the challenge. You and I, we also have that ability. That Pasuk in Tehillim was meant for you and meant for me. We can also become the Adam HaShalem, the complete person and not be affected by the challenges of life. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. JM in the AM Tuesday. If you want to see our conversation with Rabbi Dove Kramer, uh, go to uh, facebook.com slash Nahum Siegel Network, facebook.com 
slash Nahum Siegel Network. We are here in studio. Uh, we got to get going on this event for Sunday because I got to be fair to Dove Kramer, um, who uh, came, who came. Not because you want to do it. I do want to do it, oh, but, okay. I, I, but I, <laughs> you know, sometimes the sports conversations get out of control. You know, can't control myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But anyway, I'm going to veer now to this forum conversation because this coming Sunday, at the TIFF, which I am told is a well-known synagogue in the Passaic, New Jersey. The full name is Teferet Israel, but Teferet Israel, located at 180 Passaic Avenue in Passaic, New Jersey. It's a used book sale that's happening in their ballroom from 10 o'clock in the morning. Until 7 p.m. Call it used svarim, call it, call it used books of Jewish interest, anything in that category. How did this start? How did this all develop that there's this massive sale on Sunday? And it is massive, right? We've gotten to oh, a point yes. where there's a lot of stuff available. Yeah, actually, when I started to lay out what, what's going on, you know, the rabbi, Rabbi Cohen, s- says to me, because the president wanted to do it like it had been done years ago, just a few hours for the community. Right. He goes, no, 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 this is, this is much bigger. We have to have a, a lot more hours for it to be open. Um, is the shul filled with farm right now? Um, you, can't, you can't imagine. I would think that they're yeah. overwhelmed. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and, and it doesn't stop. Last night, uh, yeah, the academy had seven uh, cartons of books from their library that wow. they they donated. So what I have here, and some people can see it on Facebook, what I have here is a good example of what people right. have done, right. giving you four or five piles of books. Well, this is a very, very good stuff in excellent condition. Right. I don't know if anybody can see. I mean, this is, you know, the Mesorah Rav Chumish. It's in brand new condition. Right. Because um, we get multiple things in this studio right. constantly from publishers. Right. So. So, and that works by us also, right. where, where people send us stuff because they want to promote it right. and they want it talked about, which which makes a lot of sense. Uh, as I told you before, like this is Ray Willig's book right. on on Bishop Shabbos, right. which this actually have this is like in brand new condition. We had another copy also that came in, in in very condition. I don't know if you recognize this. We have it for the house <laughs> and our shelf that I bought a few years ago. Um, so it is this this. My time has been spent now organizing this to put it by right. category, but I haven't even gotten to the point where I can set a price for each thing. Right. So the, By the way, I mean, I, a lot. When one thinks of used book sales, they think of v- relatively very low prices. It, Are we going just, in that direction? Yes. So you asked how it how it came about. Right. So there's this group on Facebook, which I understand you just joined this morning, right. uh, called Buy, Sell, or Swaps Forum, um, and they there was one night during the YU sale. They had one of their members, Henry Abramson, spoke at the sale. And people were going to go to hear him speak, and they had they gave him a five percent discount if he came for the event. But it was a bad weather night, one of those snowy nights, so the turnout was very poor. So there was some lamenting that no one who wanted to meet each other could meet, because right. I don't know if you know the the culture of online groups. There's a lot of interaction online, but you don't know the person in real life. Right. So they try to have these kind of you know call it a, a, a they call it. Some name they use when they get together in real life at a restaurant, etc. They wanted to do that. They couldn't because the weather didn't happen. So they were talking about doing something else. Somebody said, well, let's do a book fair in the comments section. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, hey, you know, years ago, the TIFF had used book sales for like three or four years, just which started there because they had stuff in their library. They wanted to clear out to make room for, for newer Svarim. So they had a, a relatively small scale sale, but hadn't done it in years. I said, "Wait a second! If they're gonna, if they're willing to do this again, 
and the two can work together oh, to partner be, them, right. then this could be a really big event. So the, the first stage was that the TIF was, was willing and open to the idea of having the sale again. And to give them the credit, this is not a fundraiser. They genuinely are interested in helping what, what I termed old books find a new home. Right. Because um, you have, like, the, right now you have these farm, which are great farm. And they will be condition. used. Uh, they will be used. People correct. will use right these. Right now they were sitting because you had doubles of right. them. But now someone's going to take this home. And Lord of Solomashik said on, on, on Pesach, Sphere, and Shuis, because you just gave this to me. Correct. Um, so well, we know he's taking that one, Yodi. <laughs> that one's leaving the studio. <laughs> we don't know about the other 80 books that are here, but that one's going. <laughs> right. By the way, is this unusual that, that it's being done this close to the sale? All your collection dates have been it, finished it, already? The, the, collect, the, the way I laid it out to start was I had the collection happening before Pesach. Right. Oh, good idea. Figuring that people right. are cleaning for Pesach, they want the fat of the house, let's, right. let them, let, let's help them right. get this clean up. They, people, you can't imagine how happy they were, how they thanked me just to get some of this stuff to make room in their own house. How happy would you be if I took Svarm out of the house? <laughs> the only house Svarm don't leave is the Kramer home. Right. No, I, guess I gave some stuff I, also. I'm kidding. Um, in any case, we had three collection dates before Pesach. And then it keeps coming. You know, I missed it. Can I? Can I bring stuff? So you're not saying no to people. You're you're accommodating. I'm, st- them. I'm still correct. Right. Um, and it, it it blossomed from that perspective. There right. is probably ten times more that came in than I expected. But remember, folks, it's already Tuesday. It's this Sunday. Is correct. the sale? Uh, you want to be there between ten and seven. Don't bring stuff this Sunday. No, correct. No, you Do can't, not you can't bring, bring anything this Sunday. Sun- right. Come and shop <laughs> and 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 get all these farms. I showed you somebody uh, contacted me yesterday asking if she can ship. Boxes right, from South Florida. Unbelievable. I said thank you, but I don't yeah, think m- so. Maybe before Pesach you would have thought of that, but not now. Even then, to pay the shipping, right. I-, I think it's, and this may happen because I've been contacted by a community in Queens about this. I think that uh, the way it has been successful to this point and how the, the preparation has gone, other communities can do the same thing. Right. If you're in South Florida, there should be enough stuff there to do the same thing can to imagine. help. <laughs> right. And, and in Teaneck, they could do a good this. They could do this in, in Key Gardens Hills. They right. could do it uh, in, in West Orange. Yeah, a million communities. Correct. Um, what happens if uh, if you're going through a box and you find your safer in there? Then uh, how does Dove Kramer react? <laughs> Did well, you write a safer? Yes. Have you have you has you had that experience? No, it you go, you're going through a box, no, you see your no, safer. <laughs> <laughs> Although you would love it if you saw it all tattered and used. That'd be amazing. If right. you saw somebody who really went through your safer. Right. But, but I did, right, correct. I did write that very, uh, it's like more a countryist than a safer. Lila, this was my mother, when, uh, after she passed away in her first year at site. Uh, I'll give that a plug. It's, I don't make money, you know, it's on Amazon. Uh, Will it be at the sale? No. I, yeah. it's no nothing new. It's but it's all, on it's Amazon all, just looking for your name. In the books, books and search my name, you can see it right. there. It, the price is pretty reasonable. It's 660 <laughs> Because, right. because until they went to FM, they were only known as, as 660 on the right. AM dial. And right. my boss, when I told him I did that, said yeah. to me, you couldn't make it 1019? <laughs> Very good. But what, what I do cover there is if you look in, in Pasha Kizisa, uh, when, when Moshe broke the Luchos, when he died from Kleisrol after the Chet Egel, the tefillah that Moshe made to Hashem to ask him not to destroy Kleisrol, if you look at the straight reading of the, of the Chumash, of right. the text, is that the tefillah happened before he came down with the lucha, with the first luchos? Right. If you see the same narrative in Parshas Ekev, the tefillah happened after he was already down. 
So it, it if just a straight eating is, and the, we shouldn't talk about this. So this is going through all the sheetas, all the difficulties. Great topic. Yeah, Great so, topic. Right. So it's uh, it's like a, a, a very long Tavar Torah. That's why it's a country. Nice. But, but it's a topic that no one really has covered this way, going through all the, the different ramifications. Very nice. All right. A uh, quick question about WFAN. You made a wedding. Were any of the WFAN personalities invited or not? Did you specifically? They were invited, yes. They, they were invited. Yeah. Interesting. Um, any of them show up? I don't, I don't, remember <laughs> you wouldn't remember that yes. you wouldn't oh, but, but, but actually yes the, they did give gifts to the to the couple any them. any jewish themed gifts or not yeah well john minko yeah went to a judaica yeah. store in bergen county <laughs> no no he gave he gave a check but he gave it in an, in, in a, a denomination of 18. 18 gavaldic i love it yeah. dove kramer's here facebook.com slash nachum single network facebook.com slash nachum single network this sunday make time to be in Pasek at the tiff which is tiferet israel that's the synagogue at 180 Pasek avenue it's a used book sale with thousands not not an exaggeration of svarim and jewish books on sale between 10 a.m and 7 p.m in the tiff ballroom yeah it's only half the story though yeah because what we discussed is the stuff that was donated to right. the shul right. to sell so that we can get these farm into people's homes that will use them and there'll be a little whatever. Like we're whatever, doing, like, like we're every, doing right, today. Like right. Every single dollar goes to the shul. Right. There's also vendor tables. Oh, cool. Now, not just vendor tables. We have a few people that are you know private collectors. They want to downsize, so they're renting tables so they can sell their own collection. There are some used book dealers that are taking tables. Um, one of them, for example, is in Tinek Arye Wiener from Geniza Books. You can go to his site. The, the link for his site is on the Teferis webpage. You can see if you go to the tifpasaic.org on the top left, there's a link for the flyer for the sale. And you can look at the his online inventory. If you email him and order it, 20% off and no shipping because you can pick it up at the sale. Right. Capital Farm, if you're familiar with Capital Farm, they have a location in Lakewood. They have one in in Muncie, they're coming with 15 tables worth of sperm that they're selling. Um, but here is what, what, to me, is the, uh, the, the, the cherry on top. That's, it's unbelievable. Now, this book is in perfect condition, right? right? What would happen, let's say, let's take this one. This one is OU Press. Right. What happened if this went back to OU Press? Could they sell it? Probably not. It doesn't look a hundred percent new, right? So it, what's the they, what they ninety nine percent new? So it's what they call NQP, not quite perfect. Corin Books is going to have a couple of tables there selling their NQP, the not quite perfect books that Which are to the average person is perfect, right? Um, well, again, if you have a slight tear in the, right, in the paper saying, jacket, but it's right. but the 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 safer itself is Correct. is good at half price or less. Nice. And they're also on that webpage. There's a you can email Yossi Yossi at Cornpub I think it is at Gmail Yossi at Cornpub yeah dot com. But the, it's on there on the on the flyer. You can pre-order stuff to make sure you can bring it with them to the sale and pick it up there. So, Unbelievable! You got every angle covered here. So if you if if you wanted one of their editions of the Steinsaltz Gemara, right? You. And they have almost every volume, not every volume right. that they have. It's going to be half price. For an almost event. perfect looking safer. That's correct. Um, Yoni, we have the flyer on the app. Is it up there? It should be there, right? The flyer should be on the app. Those of you who um, 
who um, are on the app at the moment. We have the image of the flyer up there, and you'll be able to get the information from there. It's a web page. It's an easy link. Otherwise, go to the Tiferet Israel. Tiffpasaic.org. Uh, Tiff and all, all this information is there, Correct. as you mentioned. All right, and again, it's happening in Passaic at the Tiff Ballroom, 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. this Sunday, 180 Passaic Avenue. Quickly now. The pile in front of you includes some amazing chumashim, right. some analysis of Megillas Esther, right. uh, a lot, uh, some right. some of the material of the Rav, as you mentioned. There's a couple of Koran books in there that right. are really solid historical biographies and analyses. Right. Everything in this pile, pile number one, I assume you are taking with you today. Am I right about that or not? Yes, but I will say, where did you get this? Do you know? I don't know. This is something that's sent out by a tzedakah mm. asking for donations. So the truth is that we have about a dozen of these that were brought in, and it's the kind of thing that is tough to decide whether to accept it, and I'll tell you why. Even if it's years later? Because that was sitting on my shelf for years. Right. So we, this is the 24th series, right? right. We have stuff from the 4th series, oh, the 14th series. <laughs> so this really, I, I know that I'm doing people a big tova, a big favor by helping them so it's off their shelf and they don't right. feel the reason why this has gone so well is because they know it's going to a good place. Right. It's not, uh, so I'm going to package a few of them together and it'll be like $2 for five. Um, but it's something that there's a big risk that I'll have a lot of them left over. Right. And then what? And this is one of the big reasons why we want to get them moving, not just to get them into people's homes, but because the Schultz doesn't want to be left. <laughs> With a library. That's correct. <laughs> Understood. All right, uh, pile number two. What do you, you see? Some good material in there because well, I know that. Uh, right, I showed you this. This is this is great stuff. A parish on the on the Mishnah that yeah. I have never seen before, which which looks very good. That's one volume, right? Is that one Masechta? What is that? Is that one Seder? It's, one Masechta? It says three on it, so I assume. Oh, it's volume three of the set. Right, so it's Moed one. Okay. So I'm, so I'm assuming wow, that's good. there's two per. Like, yeah. Ram has two, Moed has two. Moed's very popular. Okay, good. <laughs> it's right. one of the popular Shishas in There's so, a Hanukkah book you're holding. Then right. there's a couple of biographies in there again. Right. So the, all this is good, but hey, look. Look what's here again. There you go. That's the that's part of the uh, right. The fundraising effort. <laughs> right. Correct. But the stuff you have here, I mean, I like the fact there's a pile of... Seven of the same, so right. to, to promote their book. I don't even know what that content is, so you have to... Yeah. Well, my code actually is very careful. There's stuff that I was know. donated. He said, you can't put this out. I, there's some stuff here that I think you'd reject for that reason. I was taking a chance, <laughs> hope, hoping you take it out of the studio. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what else is... It. Now, it, it, when we say Jewish-themed books, uh, so obviously, you know, like we indicated, certain biographies, etc., are part of it, but I mean, are you? I don't. You're not taking cookbooks and things like that, right? Actually, people did bring cookbooks. What are you doing uh, with them? I'm going to put them out to sell. You are going to do yeah. that. As, as a matter of fact, the person from Yavne last night said to me, "You're taking cookbooks." I said, "We'll take them." So we have a, one carton of cookbooks for, that was in the library that we have. So, and by the way, those are going to sell anyway, so you may as well. Right. That's right. that's that's correct. Right. And those, I'm not worried about Seamus. Right. That yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. So you have cookbooks and you have Rav cookbooks. That's correct. As a matter of fact, I see you have one here also. Oh, too, I, mean, I couldn't possibly leave you without at least one Rav cookbook. All right. So the majority would you, you. And by the way, not just those kind of cookbooks, but also stuff from Masada Rav Cook. Right, very good. More type of cookbooks. Right. 
The two yellow ones all the way to your left, those are Hilchus Moadim. Those, I would assume, would be very popular. Those are laws of festivals. I, I guess we'll find out. I would guess. No, wouldn't that? Wouldn't yeah. that be something? I'm you want an update afterwards? Oh, well, I don't need an update. But wouldn't you say now that typically I, would sell really well? I would I, think so. I would think so. So you have a couple of copies of those in there. Um, I'm trying to see what else we have for you. A couple of Haggadahs, I believe, with interesting commentaries. Oh, that's a great one. And again, the reason you have that in your hand is because is we got just, multiple. Just for those who, who don't see on the Facebook Live, it's called The Vanishing Jew. This is Michael Eisenberg's brilliant book of comparing the time of Megillah Esther to today. It's wonderful. And the only reason it's in your sale is because we have multiple copies of it. Because right. So now instead of being on a shelf, hopefully exactly. somebody's going to. hundred uh, percent. Plus the shul gets to uh, benefit from well, it financially. The person can read it and hopefully understand. The... Which one is that? Oh, that's the, is that uh, Joe Lieberman? Joe yeah. Lieberman, yes. Look at that. I'm probably, probably the only. Yeah, I'm probably the only one donating a book by Senator Lieberman to your sale. Although somebody, I think, did donate his other book. The Shabbos book, Gift of Rest? I'm not, no, not that. Maybe a biography? I don't remember. Okay, there was a Lieberman book that was donated. But this is uh, this so there's some good material there. Is quality stuff. By the way, you see the safer that you that's underneath right there, that black one. Yes, now that, yes, Moshe. yeah, now that is that is something that because I, I never know with the and I want to use it's, the word. It's actually it's actually one of the fascinating things that you see. There's a person in the shul uh, who comes in to see what's what's you know right. he's in this He wanted to see what's been donated, to see what's out. He he actually kind of used it as a reading library while it was being <laughs> uh, uh, going on. So this is the kind of safer that somebody spent time to put Chedushim down. Correct. And he saw how many of these kinds of things are were donated to the sale and right. said, this teaches me that I shouldn't write a safer. Be- but, yeah, go ahead. Because what happens, there's so many people writing Svarim, so it's not going to stand out. And this, by the but, way... But you would not agree with that, would you? I think that there are two aspects to it. So let's say in my case where I was uh, – for 15 years, I wrote a Wicked of Our Torah, which you carried on, right. on the, your uh, website. Right. So I spoke to people in the publishing industry, and it's, it works very differently now than it used to uh, in publishing. But he said that when it comes to Parsha books, everybody puts one out. So mm. there's no demand for it. So why would anybody want to – you know? choose mine over somebody else's, or even if they, they would, are they going to pay for to, to, for another Parsha book? Especially since I have it online, the original versions anyway, I have right. to do it. So, you know, what's the, what's the reason to publish it? But writing a Sefer, if, if, uh, if you've written at all, when you write, it clarifies things in your head much more than just talking it out. So, so it's, it's worth, good for a personal achievement Plus, to do you, sh- you can share it with loved ones. Right, of course. With there family, are people see. that are going to want to hear it. And there is, some, there is some stuff that you you can't know. Somebody said, let's say, this, this safer, I'll, I'll probably put it down for $2. Right. Okay? Very nice. So someone from Baba Khan will say, for $2, let me see what this person says. And then he's learning the sugya, and he has a question about something going on, and he says, let's see what he says here. And all of a sudden... I'll understand Pshat in the Gemara or, or uh, something in the Hedge Fair. So you never know uh, what will happen that way, but the volume of Sfarim that, that people self-publish is very high, and it can like, give this person Das that why would I put right. all the time and effort? Uh, but I think what you pointed out in terms of the personal achievement and that you understand the material better when you are able to be a Baal Masbred, you could actually right. put it on paper and explain it to people through the work of a safer of a book, is very important. Plus, I would add that in our community, um, we don't always follow 
uh, or we don't we are not as dominated by the concept of being goal driven, you know, degrees and you know things like that that are in the general community. And I think that if people establish for themselves a goal like this. It could only enhance their whole learning experience. And for some people, it becomes like their uh, business card. Right, exactly. Moshe, or whatever it is. And, and My grandfather's known as the Alcott Levium. Now, I wish I had an extra copy to give you to sell, but we <laughs> wouldn't put it in a used farm sale. We'd give it to the grandchildren, you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> but, so, but again, so that's something in the family It means a lot to know, right. that, your, that your grandfather put his Torah right. down, that you you can learn what was going through his head when he learned right. that that. You want to hear the greatest compliment we ever got? When I was sitting Shiva, so Rabbi Zlotowitz of blessed memory, and Lahavdwin Chaim Lachaim, Rabbi Sherman came to uh, be Menachem Avel, and we showed them my grandfather's Sefer, and we said, you know, we've always had this dream of translating into English, and they looked at it for about 10 minutes, and they said to us, this is so deep, it is such amkus, it is untranslatable. Right. You have to be a real Talmud Chacham to right. get what's going on here. And I, right. we, we took that as the greatest compliment no, it, ever. It, it, it is true, because I, I was writing in English, and I can tell you, there's one piece I wrote a number of years ago. There was uh, I was learning at the time, besides working at FAN, I was learning in the afternoons. I remember that, right. Uh, in you the were in a Kolo type thing. Probably, right. right. Um, and somebody who was in the Shiva, a, a Bacher, uh, went on a seed program to Australia and actually was wiped, wiped away by a by a wave and lost his life. And they put out a, uh, a Sefer Zikaron. So they sort of approached me and said, can you write a piece, you know, So I had written a, a series of, of pieces on the parsha on Baal Osra, et cetera, about the Anani Kavod. So I t- took what I had tried to put on paper in English for those different Torah and wrote it up in Hebrew and it was included in this Sefer. And the difference of... of for, for to understand the concepts I was trying to get across is much easier to understand in Hebrew right. than in English. Right. And and there are people like in Passaic, when they see my different Torah, they say, in English, it's hard for me to... To hop it. Right, but in, if it was in Hebrew, they would. <laughs> right, it's right. funny. It's on my bucket list. Uh, Dove Kramer, he is um, he's from WFAN, but in this case, he is he is one of the leaders of this incredible... Uh, used book and sforum sale. It's happening this coming Sunday, 180 Passaic Avenue in the TIF, the Tiferet Israel Congregation, in their ballroom starting at 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. for nine hours this coming Sunday. Again, check out the website. It would be tiffpassaic.org. Tiffpassaic.org. Tiffpassaic.org for information about the sale. And uh, I'm sure. And and I also want to say that for those of you who love sforum and Baruch Hashem, there are a lot of people. I don't recommend joining Facebook. I'm not going right. to get into it. But if you're there. Ends. Right. I'm there for professional reasons. Once right. I'm there, I try to take advantage of what's there. But if you are, are already on it and you're somebody who is a Yudea Safer who loves Svarim, you have to join the Facebook group, uh, Buy, Sell, or Swap Svarim. Because besides the kind of community that was has developed there, but also you can see what people have that they want to uh, sell to others right. that you can then f- there's somebody in Lakewood who's yeah, sure. a couple of Sfarim that, that he posted that I want I, I, I don't have the money now because I'm going to spend money at the sale right. but afterwards if it's still available I'm going to get some Sfarim from Lakewood from him right got it um, alright the only we have to decide what we're going to do to Dove today I assume we're going to tag everybody at WFAN about this and, uh, and make sure they see the video <laughs> uh, let the people that you're producing are actually board opping uh, uh, for later this morning let them uh 
see your whole conversation about Svarim and get into it. You think they'll get into it? You think there'll be a, a langaton in our in our in our, in our, in our conversation about Svarim or no chance? I don't think so. <laughs> And anyway, they do know that I've been distracted during the show because nonstop between emails and messenger, oh, etc. About people trying to join, want to be a vendor, they want to do this, uh, and doing like this morning during the show. There's somebody who I don't really live is he wants to be a vendor to sell his his oh, farm there. Funny. He asked me if it has to be the whole day. Can he do just a few hours? He said, if you rent the table, it's, it's your deal. You know, right. if they if they're a vendor, they're just paying us the small thirty dollars a table for right. a small table. And you sell yourself, you make all the money yourself, but, you know, I didn't expect to have to deal with adding vendors this close to the event. Did you think of uh, bringing a WFN personality to do an autograph signing during the... Uh, You're during... coming, right? <laughs> I'm all you got, huh, though? <laughs> well, in the Jewish community, you're, you're bigger. Uh, I don't know. Yodi said if you bring uh, if you bring Evan Roberts, it might be a, a bigger attraction. <laughs> and that always frustrates me, by the way, that I'm doing this for the community for over 35 years, right? But if you ask any guy in the community who they'd rather meet and speak to, it's Dove Kramer over at Alham Siegel. Well, that's because they feel like they, they know you so well because you're in their houses, in their cars, in their, you know, that's part of them. Is. Look, you you know as well as anybody the power of radio. The medium of radio is unbelievable. Yep. Um, and, and there's an intimacy that, yes, I'm not on the air. So people just hear my name so they want to see what I'm like in real life. That that might be true, but you are already in their life. Wow. Yoni, are we accepting that? <laughs> we are. <laughs> he's sustelling he's if, in fact, that has any legitimacy to it. Because you know Yoni, if he saw, if he knew he could meet either me or you, he'd also choose you over me. <laughs> yeah, but he sees you every day. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network. You can see this entire uh, conversation. Rabbi Dove Kramer, thank you for stopping by. Sunday, enjoy it. As so many people will be taking advantage of your uh, incredible idea of a Sfarim sale, used Sfarim sale in Passaic, New Jersey. It happens at the Tiferet Israel Ballroom, 10 until 7 this coming Sunday. Go to tiffpasaic.org, tiffpasaic.org. The address is 180 Passaic Avenue, the corner of Boulevard in And Passaic, the entrance is actually on Boulevard, but... Right. That's it. Yeah, you thank go. you. A pleasure. Um, I hope you have a U-Haul with you. Yeah. You told me you're bringing a carton for me. How am I going to get this to the car? How come that carton never made it into the studio? I really thought I really thought I was going to bring a box and do this thing, and somehow all this stuff got here, and I never really needed a box. But we're, what we're going to try to do is, uh, Yoni, he's so resourceful, he's going to try to come up with a system to actually get <laughs> okay. these to your car, because he has instructions that nothing comes back to the studio, <laughs> right. as you can Again, imagine. And that's all part of it. There's, there's a lot of angles to this. There's helping people... Uh, feel good about the stuff that they weren't using anyway, and this is part of it. Sitting in your in in your house or here doing nothing now. Hopefully, people can learn Hashem's Torah that they wouldn't have otherwise had that opportunity from these farim. Plus, they also there's some money for the shul, and uh, besides the giving of the farim, knowing it goes to a good cause, those who actually get the farim and they can uh, enjoy them. Any other Shomer Shabbos people at the CBS WFN? There is somebody who works at CBS. Uh, Rifka Oppenheimer. Wow. Uh, she lives in Washington Heights, actually. Uh, Shomer Shabbos lady. Yes. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Has she consulted with you about how to handle management when you need Shavuos off? And they don't believe there's really a holiday <laughs> of Shavuos? They're good about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah. they're good about it? Yeah. <laughs> because you know nobody there really thinks it's a holiday of Shavuos. <laughs> you guys actually, made that up? It's, it's a, you no, guys made I, that I, up? I will say this. This is, this is 100% true. Yeah. So, my, my boss is Mark Chernoff. Right. Right. 
So he's uh, he grew up in a conservative home. Right. So he knows a little bit. Religiously conservative. Right. right. Um, anyway, so we have had many discussions about he's trying to, to you know see how far I'll go. Right. You know, if if I can stay in the Bronx to be I can stay for over Shabbos. He's asked those kind of questions. But he he did say, "What's this eighth day of Sukkot? We only have seven days." <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. great. And I, I will tell you this about Mark. Just yeah. just so you know. I don't I hope no one's going to be upset that I'm revealing this year. He, Mark was uh, the boss at K Rock when Howard Stern was there. Right. He was the boss at Fan when Imus was there. He's right. the only person I think that was worked with both. Correct. Right. He forced Howard to take off Yom Kippur. You're serious. Correct. And that that part I don't mind saying. Here, here's where I make it in trouble. Howard thanked him. Because now, instead of saying, I asked for it off, he can say, my boss made me. There's a schuss in that, as you would agree. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. I love that. I thank you. Okay, thank you. Good luck on Sunday. Thank you. Hopefully, I'll see you. Bezrat Hashem. What's our schedule for Sunday? i got to find out. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, okay. Doing remote, right? Doing the show from... from the... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> that breaks some wireless mics. Interview people with many city you like. <laughs> Uh, we'll find the most obscure safer. That'll be our goal. We'll make it into a little bit of a game show. Uh, my thanks to Dove Kramer. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com on the NachumSiegel Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. <laughs>
J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning, day 31 in the counting of the Omer. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. 
Well, the the man who has the privilege, and I think he'd agree that it's a privilege of leading uh, of a leading um, IsraelRescue.org, leading Hatzalah, United Hatzalah of Israel. Uh, Ellie Beer is with us live via telephone. Those of you who are not familiar with what's going on, pay careful attention because on Thursday night, a week from this Thursday at 6.30 p.m. at Pier 60 in New York City, a unique, to say the least, a unique event uh, for United Hatzalah is going to be taking place. Ellie Beer, shalom, shalom. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Boker Tov to all of you, and uh, good afternoon to all my Israeli friends in Israel. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm not exaggerating when I say uh, you consider it an honor to lead the uh, United Hatzalah organization. Correct. Every single minute of the day, I enjoy seeing the work of United Hatzalah, and I'm humbled to be um, uh, part of this. It's uh, it's the greatest schus I ever could imagine to have. And one of the things that a lot of people don't realize. Um, we've emphasized over the years how United Hatzalah takes care of everybody, of every background, everywhere in Israel. But I think the numbers is something that the people don't realize. I, I mean, you could you could actually tell us, on average, how many calls are going on in a typical day like today. The, the number is astounding, right? Uh, yeah, I checked yesterday because uh, I was just looking at the report of yesterday, you know, I get a report every day what happened and how how fast our main main you know goal and and mission of United Hatzalah is to reach the scene within 90 seconds and we we check to see where we're doing good where we need to add more volunteers. Yesterday we responded to 1,535 calls just yesterday, and um, it was just all around Israel from the Eilat up to the Golan Heights, um, all over. You know, every single yeshuv in Israel, Yudav Shemron, uh, Tel Aviv, uh, Haifa, everywhere in Israel. And these are with getting close to 6,000 volunteers who are doing the work. It's amazing. Those numbers are just incredible. The number of calls per day, the number of ambu cycles that are on the road, the number of ambulances that are serving people, the number of volunteers, as you just said, which is now approaching 6,000 around the country, it is quite an amazing operation. Uh, United Hatzalah is what we're talking about. Ellie Beer is with us live via telephone. So uh, your organization has put together a, a unique, uh, a really unique and interesting uh, fundraising event that's going to be happening next Thursday night on the 30th of May at Pier 60. Tell me about the, uh, about the origins of this, of doing something so different and so spectacular in New York. Well, it's, uh, it's very interesting you're saying that because, you know, one of the things we were able to do in, in Eretz Yisrael is to bring everyone together in this mission of Atzala. Atzala and Eretz Yisrael, United Atzala, is throughout every single community. We have every type of Jew, every type, like, think about it, every type of Chassid, every type of uh, Litwak, every type of uh, modern Orthodox, uh, and even secular Jews throughout the whole country. We have people who never met a firm Jew in their lives, and now they're working together hand-in-hand to save lives. We have really a unique thing, and that's why we actually call the organization United Hatzalah. So when we decided to do uh, our uh, gala uh, gala here in New York, 
we said we're going to make sure every type of Jew will be there. Going to bring uh, from uh, from very from people from Williamsburg to very secular Jews and even uh, um, conservative reform. Anyone who wants to be part of this life-saving mission of United Hatzala should be invited. So we made it uh, very comfortable for everyone, and we brought uh, uh, one special guest who's going to come and get an honoree from the organization which uh, really deserves it. You know, we were thinking, who really deserves uh, our award, the Jerusalem Award of United Hatzala, uh, if not for uh, the person who fought and brought the embassy to Jerusalem, which is uh, Ambassador David Friedman, uh, who did so much for Am Yisrael before he was ambassador. He was big about Chesed, did so much for uh, the Jewish community here in America, where he came from in the five towns, and did so much for Israel, was very involved with Atella before, and uh, now after two and a half years of being an ambassador, you've seen the difference between the relationship with Israel and America, and it's no doubt that he did most of the work here in pushing everything to be to happen, and he's going to be there, and he's coming specially for this. The second annual New York Gala, as you heard Ellie Beer mention, will give a Jerusalem Award to honoree U.S. Ambassador to Israel, David Friedman. It's all happening at Pier 60, 6.30 p.m. on Thursday, May the 30th. Uh, go to uh, uhnygala.org for United Hatzalah, uhnygala.com, uh, rather, uhnygala.com for information uh, about the uh, dinner coming up. Now, you've chosen a uh, a very interesting MC. those who are <laughs> who are still uh, remembering uh, their addiction to one of Israel's um, most uh, well-known television products, right? Tell us who you're going to have who's going to be presiding over the uh, dinner that night. So that's another part of making the bring of United. You know, we all know uh, uh, David Friedman, Ambassador David Friedman is an uh, Orthodox uh, Jew. Uh, we brought someone from Israel who uh, did a great job in her in her show called Fauda. Everyone watched Fauda. It doesn't matter how... No, some people don't like TV, but once you start it, Fowler, you can't end it, and everyone watched it. And the main actress in the show is uh, Rona Lee Shimon. Right. Uh, she's incredible. She's one of Israel's best actresses. Um, and she's uh, coming specially to be the MC. And uh, it's going to be very interesting. Another person that's coming is uh, uh, this uh, very famous singer. His name is Dudu Aron. We want to bring the young people. Dudu Aron sings from Zashama. He's a very, probably one of the greatest Israeli singers. Um, he fills up, when he makes a concert in Israel, he fills up uh, the Kisaria, the Syria Stadium, which is uh, 60,000 people come to his show. Uh, and he's going to come to this gala. And in the end of the gala, he's going to sing something really, really special. And then together with him, he's, a, he's not a from Jew, he's not a religious Jew, but he sings from his, from his heart. He's a Sephardic singer. We're also going to have a special guest here, Nathaniel Hershnick. He's going to sing a couple of songs there. Nice. So we're going to have a mixture of everything to bring all the Jews together to support this incredible organization, United Hatzalah. It is a United event, and United Hatzalah of Israel and Friends of United Hatzalah invite everybody to be there at Pier 60 in New York on Thursday, May the 30th. It's a week from this coming Thursday night, beginning at 6.30 p.m., Special guest is U.S. Ambassador to Israel and Jerusalem Award honoree David Friedman. 
You heard uh, Ellie Beer mention that there'll be a performance by Dudu Haron, the great Israeli singer, and the MC will be Ronald Shimon of uh, Netflix's big show, Fauda. That's all going to be happening at the second annual New York Gala on the 30th of May. Information, uh, you go to uhnygala.com, uhnygala.com. You can also go to israelrescue.org, israelrescue.org, or dial the number 646-833-7108, 646-833-7108. And I'm proud to say that I will be there that night a week from Thursday. Ellie has given me the honor of presiding over uh, what we would call the the live fundraising portion of the event when people get up and express their love and their uh, desire to help uh, United Hatzalah of Israel. And Ellie, you've seen a lot of people uh, here in Chutzlaritz, in the diaspora, uh, get very emotional as they get up and tell stories of their friends and family who've been saved by your organization, by they themselves when they've been tourists or guests for Chag in Israel and the, how your organization has helped them and what they know in general about the numbers that you're helping and the people that you're helping all around the country. So that should be a very emotional and passionate part of the program. And I hope everybody out there will not only come, but will find themselves to be very active in that part and support United Hatzalah as much as possible. So I thank you for letting me preside over that part of the program, and I'm sure you're anticipating a great response from the New York community. Uh, uh, definitely. We're talking about probably close to 1,500 people that will be there, hopefully. We have an amazing uh, response from the community, people buying tables, people coming individually, buying tickets, uh, people who are just sponsoring uh, ads in the gala. But, uh, you know, you were saying before about I get I get people stop me all the time in the street and said, Ellie, you should just know I tell her save my niece, my nephew, my cousin, my mother, my father. I get this all the time. Uh, and just be, just a couple of weeks ago, I was so emotionally moved by I I was stopped by somebody who said you know uh, about four years ago they donated an ambulance cycle one of these motorcycles that uh, you see traveling saving lives in Israel these ambulance cycles that United saw invented. And we have almost uh, probably a thousand of them all over Israel. They donated one. They told me their name. Their family donated it, and they said uh, that their son was in yeshiva in Israel. And they went as a group to Eilat. Uh, the yeshiva students they went to, to Eilat with the, the yeshiva, and, and their son uh, was dehydrated and uh, needed medical assistance. And more, and all of a sudden they, they called Hatzalah. Of course, our number in Israel is one two two one. And within a few, less, less than two minutes, they had a volunteer arrive. And when he arrived, he arrived with their ambulance cycle. Wow. The volunteer in Eilat, Avi Khanu, he was driving their ambulance cycle, and he uh, helped save their son. Wow. And they were just telling me the story, how they donated it a couple of years before, and it uh, helped save their, their, their own son. And I get this all the time. And you're going to hear a lot of great stories, but one of the nice emotional things that, uh, that we're going to hear is uh, the mother of Ezra Schwartz, Hashemikom uh, Damo, Ruth. She's going to be there. We're honoring her in a special honoree um, for everything her son Ezra did for Israel and gave his life for the country. Unfortunately, never came back home. Gave his life for the country and, frankly, really helped unite us as well, as you know. Um, of course. Everyone, uh, everyone felt united that yeah, day. No question about it. Uh, Ellie, do me a favor before I let you go. Address the following issue for me. 
Uh, we've been making a big deal for a good reason about how the world is now coming to Israel's feet, how there are so many countries uh, for so many different reasons, whether it be technology, whether it be spirituality, whether it be because of the strength of the Israeli army and its presence in the Middle East. There are people who are now meeting with and recognizing leaders of Israel, including, of course, especially the prime minister, who never would have met or never would have acknowledged their leadership uh, in the past. And I know that, you, and, and, and by the same token, all the technology, whether it be water technology or startup nation type uh, activity, is being sought after by so many other countries and so many other entities around the world if it's developed in Israel. You have a unique approach, your organization, United Hatzalah, to life-saving. You have a unique approach that really cuts the amount of time off of a, um, a typical rescue mission, let's put it that way. Um, can you speak for a moment about how you have been approached by so many different groups and entities around the world to teach them the technology and the techniques that United Hatzalah uses in Israel? Um, well, it's it's incredible to see that we get we get uh, every single day requests from countries all around the world. As we're talking uh, now, the ambassador of uh, one of the big countries in Europe is visiting United Hatzalah now to see the work of uh, United Hatzalah, and he wants to bring it to his country. Um, just a few weeks ago, we uh, we had Malcolm Holmline, uh, who everyone knows, visit. Uh, uh, with uh, you know a bunch of leaders who came to Uganda, and one of the things they saw in Uganda is United Hatzel of Uganda, United Rescue of Uganda. This is an African organization that started basically because of what they saw in Israel. They wanted to copy uh, in 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 Colombia, which is uh, I don't think they have a lot of Jews in the city that it started in. Maybe a couple of Jews living there, but a non-Jewish person who saw an accident, and uh, he waited for almost two hours for help, and the person uh, passed away. And he said, what could I do to, to make things better for my people in my city? And he went on the Internet, and he was looking and searching, and he found United Atzala of Israel. And he said, wow, this technology that we use, we invented the Moskowitz Life Compass, which is uh, technology that knows how to locate the closest people to every emergency, like Uber. Right. We invented Uber before Uber was invented, and we invented it for saving lives, not for transporting people and making money, just to transport, saving lives with people. We invented the Ambicycle and other inventions that we invented, and he started United Hotel of Colombia, and right now he has almost 200 volunteers in Colombia. Exactly what we do, they do it there. So we're helping spread uh, the mission of United Hotel in over 20 countries now. Uh, these things are giving Israel a tremendous Kiddush Hashem recognition. Goyim, who never heard of all the great work of, of it, that Israel com- comes out with, uh, all of a sudden interested to learn about it. I was just in uh, Argentina speaking in front of uh, thousands of young professionals who wanted to hear about this. And uh, I would say uh, 95% of the people in the room were not Jewish, and they were just astound of the ideas of how simple it is to, to do this. It's not a hard... Everyone knows Hatzalah because you have it in your communities, but the idea of Hatzalah behind it, the technology that Israel uses, the, the ideas of ambicycles and bicycles and special vehicles, of how you can get there much faster and save lives, this is something that many countries want to copy this. We did this in Jersey City, you know. Jersey City now has United Rescue of, of, of 
United Rescue of Jersey City. It's the same idea we have in Israel. We bought it for the non-Jewish people. This is they did it. The mayor of Jersey City took the idea. Uh, you could interview him and hear and how it changed the whole city. Two hundred fifty volunteers in Jersey City are saving lives, and they all know. And one of them, many of them are not Jewish, so of course. The majority of them are not Jewish. Some of them are Muslim, and uh, uh, they come from different backgrounds. But they know that this idea came from Israel, and now they are saving lives in their city. Friends of United Tatsala of Israel, there's so much to be proud of, everybody. Don't forget to be there on Thursday night, the 30th of May, 6.30 p.m. at Pier 60. Be there for uh, Ambassador Friedman. Uh, be there for the uh, MC of the night, Ronali Shimon of Fauda. Uh, be there for the performance of Dudu Aharon. Be there for the uh, parents of Ezra Schwartz. Be there so that you know that Israel Rescue, United Hatzalah, will continue as strong as they are now in the entire state of Israel for everybody. Second annual New York Gala, information, IsraelRescue.com. Is, excuse me, IsraelRescue.org or UHNYGala.com. UHNY for United Hatzalah, New York, UHNYGala.com. Or you can dial the office at area code 646-833-7108. Ellie Beer directs United Hatzalah of Israel. Ellie, we look forward to next week, Thursday night. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you so much for having me. Ellie Beer at 25 minutes before 9 o'clock. More coming up. This is JM in the AM. This day, in our, there were great tragedies. This day, in our, will be a holiday when ready. This day, this day, in our, we cried with the spies in the desert of Ida. We'll see, come alive. We'll be at the feast of the Bayan Bones. Do you like it? Holiday of Bishabos. Here comes my Zadie. Rolled here from New York and Shmuvalevi. Turn, get pure. God's in the house. Here's my talit. Hang on. I'll take a ride on the eagle's wings until I'm able. The holiday of To This day, in
Meheira Hashem, Hashem Elokeinu, Yishama Be'are Yehuda. Uvechutzot Yerushalayim, Uvechutzot Yerushalayim. Meheira Hashem, Hashem Elokeinu, Yishama Be'are Yehuda. Uvechutzot Yerushalayim, Uvechutzot Yerushalayim. J.M. in the A.M. Tuesday morning on this 21st of May and the 16th of E.R. My thanks to Ellie Beer for joining us. Big Hatzala event coming up in New York City next Thursday. My thanks to Dove Kramer. Sunday is the big uh, used farm sale. At the TIF, Tiferet Israel Synagogue in Passaic. was great having him here in studio. Doesn't seem like he's going to be discussing uh, this farm sale or his appearance here on his radio station, but uh, here we welcome the uh, conversation. Yeah. 
It was quite nice, actually. 60 degrees, partly cloudy with a high of 72. Today is day 31 in the counting of the Omer. 31 is four weeks and three days. If you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. What songs must be included in our Lagba Omer special on Thursday morning? What songs must be included? We ask you that question. You can answer that question by sending your recommendation to Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M at Nahum Siegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. We'll also try to post it on Facebook later and get some comments and responses. Again, we're looking for the must songs that have to be included this coming Thursday during our uh, big, big Lagbomer special between 6 and 9 a.m. this coming Thursday. Meanwhile, it's still day 31 in the counting of the Omer. Again, if you forgot to count last night, make sure to do so sometime today. Yeshiva Boys Choir next. It's JM in the AM.
Show. Achenu, achenu. 
613 with Achenu. Want to thank all of you who have sent in your uh, contributions, beautiful contributions to JM and the AM and the Nahum Siegel Network through the Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Thank you for your response so far to our mailing. Those of you who have an envelope sitting at home with a car magnet and luggage tag in it, please send back your envelope with your generous donation, and we thank you so much for that. Anybody who wants to donate via the web, it's pretty easy. Right now, fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world, the web, and NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an amazing Tuesday here at JM&M. My thanks to both Dove Kramer and Ellie Beer. And Elliot Weiselberg made for a really cool show. And a big thank you to Yoni Pollock, who is behind the camera for our Facebook.com slash Nahum Single Network Facebook live presentation of our conversation with Dove Kramer today in studio. So thank you, Yoni. Have a fabulous Tuesday. Tomorrow we're back for the final day of our Sphere format before the big Lagba Omer music show on Thursday morning. Till then, Nahum Single reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.